Hey, and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Lockwood. And if you ever look around your house and wonder where the heck did all this stuff come from and how am I ever going to get it out, you are in the right place. I'm a mom of five who decluttered her home back in 2013 when my family and I decided to move from Alaska to Florida with one suitcase each. And I do not recommend it. What I do recommend is learning how to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist, which means learning to find the balance of what your family needs and wants without it being so much that it overwhelms you on a daily basis. So if that sounds good to you, you are going to love this podcast. Let's dive into the episode. been trying to declutter your house and not been as successful as you like, I am willing to bet that I can help you figure out exactly why. There are a lot of reasons that moms feel like they can't declutter, declutter, whether it's their kids or their spouse or the time or the energy or just simply not knowing what to do, where to take things, how to donate, right? How to do it mindfully, how to not be wasteful. Uh, Plus you're worried about like, what if I need it? You know, I wasted so much money on this. What if I need it again and I can't get it? There is so much that goes into decluttering as a mom. And I promise that if you have thought it or felt it, I have heard it before or experienced it myself. And that is exactly why I created this training called how to create your mom proof decluttering plan. And I've done a lot of decluttering checklists, challenges, courses, programs in the past, and they work. And this training really is the framework for every single thing that moms need to consider when it comes to decluttering their home. It's the plan. We're actually going to build your plan together. It's following through with your plan and it's including your family and even learning how to make this process as enjoyable as possible. Because most people feel like The task is daunting or just another thing on their to-do list, and I don't want it to feel like that for you. So this free training, how to create your mom-proof decluttering plan, you can go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY to get it, or you can just check the show notes of this episode and you will find it. Come get it. I know there is so much information about there. A lot of it is much the same. Five steps to declutter your house, you know? Here's the checklist to declutter this area of your house, but none of them really show you the full scope of what goes into doing this start to finish. And that's exactly what's in this training. So go check it out, motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY, or check the description of this episode to go get it today. Welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Lockwood, and on the surface, I teach you how to declutter your home so you can focus on what matters most to you as a mom, which I'm guessing isn't those laundry mountains, dishes stacked to the sky, and the tornadoes you clean up all day. My hope for this podcast is so much more than teaching you to declutter. I record all of my episodes live and in real time so that you can have the experience of a mom friend who gets you and is there for you. My audio isn't perfect, my kids might interrupt us, but the conversations we have are real, impactful, and proof that there are other moms like you that decluttering has worked for. If you want to join me and thousands of other moms for live episodes, go find us on Instagram and Facebook. 
Just search Motherhood Simplified and we'll welcome you with open arms. See you soon. All right, everybody, welcome to today's episode where we are talking about the power of decluttering in your postpartum experience and how it can help you and how it can make it so much easier. So I'm going to be sharing the stories of when I had my three kids and what it was like for me pre-decluttering and for my first two kids and then post-decluttering when I had my third kid and the post-decluttering with my third kid experience is actually why... I started this whole group and podcast movement anyway, like to begin with, like it's literally why I started. Okay. So Sarah says she's due on September 6th, which is in like a week or so. That's exciting. Shaylee is six months postpartum with number three. Karen says, howdy. Hello. Hi, baby. And like I said, guys, we have all the kids here this morning. So we are just doing it and dealing with it. Okay. But I did kick out the big party that they tried to bring in here with the bean bags jumping on each other. Like, come on. That's a little, well, it's a little bit much, guys. Okay. <laughs> Shaylee says she has only decluttered with this kid. Yes. So Shaylee has a really good contrasting experience too. So I'm going to let you guys know that um, in case you didn't know, I am a stepmom. So when I say that we have four kids, I, it's because we have four kids. Okay. Um, my stepson is the oldest and so he's always kind of been around. And so when I had my first with my husband, it was Brie. She is 10 now. And it was honestly, it, it wasn't too bad. Like it, I didn't have a really hard time with her other than being a, Oh, Karen, you're due in January. I did not know that. I did not know that. Congratulations. That's so exciting. Um, so I had Brie and it wasn't, you know, everything that comes with being a first time mom was hard. I think it's because I have like something to compare it to now. It was hard in the beginning. It was hard figuring out how to breastfeed. It was hard being like, oh my gosh, what just happened? Why am I responsible for this thing forever now? Like (laughs) what, what just happened? Right. And trying to figure out how to raise a baby and stay in school because I was still in. Okay. That's what I was wondering, Karen. (laughs) Okay. Um, I was like, I didn't see anything. There's a reason. All right. Everybody keep it in here. Um, but there, it wasn't too bad, right? We had a lot of stuff. First baby, first granddaughter on my side of the family, second grandchild on my husband's side, but first granddaughter. So of course everyone was like all the cute girl clothes, you know, and really supportive that way and getting us all the things. Hi, Kaylee. Thank you. She brought me food. Thank you. And I would say it was pretty typical. It was a pretty typical experience for being a first time mom. And we made it and I was in college full time. I ended up getting a full time job with her that I could bring her to working at a a childcare as like a curriculum advisor it was, it was the best of both worlds because I could bring her with me. I could continue breastfeeding and um, do all of that. And then we had my son just under two years after having her. And 
by that point, you know, we have two kids, we've accumulated all of the things, all of the gadgets, all of the clothes, all of the hand-me-downs in the form of toys and kitchen and kitchen gadgets from, you know, like our in-laws and home decor and furniture and um, what else is there for kids? Like kids clothes, all the stuff. And we were living in Alaska where you need like everything for every season. And it was, it was just, my house was crazy. It was overwhelming. It did not work for us. It worked against me every single day. And that made having our second kid really, really hard. Okay. So we had my stepson and then our two. So we had three kids and it was really freaking hard. And I, I want you guys to hear this. Like my home was working against me. Like it was working against me every single day instead of working for me. And what I mean by that is that I was still in college. Okay. Well, I graduated, I had my son on April 29th and I graduated with my bachelor's degree on April 30th. And then I spent the summer looking for a teaching position so that I could use my degree. So it was like, it was a busy season of life in general, but I would joke to people all the time that like going out and finding a job, working full time, going to school full time, doing all of that was the easy part. Going home was the hard part. And that's a horrible thing to say, right? Like the hardest part of my day is when I have to go home and be with my kids who I haven't seen all day. And it wasn't that it was hard and going being and being with my kids. Like my kids were not the problem. My home was the problem. My home made it hard to be in my home. It made it impossible for me to connect with my, my family. Like I wanted to, it, it was a lot of work. It was way more work than the work I was doing at work. <laughs> right? Because I would come home exhausted from the day. My kids wanted my attention. They wanted dinner, right? My husband wanted my attention. He wanted dinner. I wanted dinner. Yet I, all I could see right when I walked in, in the door was <laughs> the toys that I still needed to clean up and figure out how to organize and get on top of the dishes that I hadn't done from the night before, or maybe two or three nights before. Um, the laundry piles, wondering like what's clean and what's not clean. And should I put, the, this is the, something that I like to tell you guys too. Maybe you can relate is like the laundry was so out of control that I would pick the cleanest dirty clothes for my kids to wear because I could never get caught up on anything at all. And it sucked. And <clears throat> you can imagine like that in itself is really overwhelming, right? Let me get a drink real quick. Like that in itself is really overwhelming if you have older kids. But my son, like I said, I graduated the day before I had him or the day after I had him and immediately went into like job hunting and we had, you know, money was super, super tight um, because things changed with my husband's job unexpectedly and everything was overwhelming. On top of me having a brand new baby, okay, I got a, a job for like in between over the summer until my actual teaching job started because we needed the money. So I started working when my son was about three weeks old. And that is hard, okay? I had two babies in two years. I went from breastfeeding my daughter to 
not ever having a cycle and finding out that I was pregnant again. And so the hormones were just insane. Like, and that makes everything harder, right? Like dealing with that with perfectly balanced, (laughs) normal hormones is hard. Dealing with that on top of like baby blues and crying for no reason and having all of your hair fall out and trying to let your internal organs heal and recover like that is hard that is way harder and it was not a fun time and um i think that if i had been insured okay <laughs> just keeping it real and had been able to go see somebody i probably would have been diagnosed with some kind of like postpartum depression or something but you know we didn't have insurance so i did not do that <laughs> um but looking back I on like my honest beliefs are that I was dealing with what would be considered normal hormonal fluctuations, right? And feeling all of the things that come along with that because I felt those things after my third, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But because of my circumstances and because I I didn't have a place to retreat to and I didn't have a place to connect with my family and I didn't have a place to, you know recover myself from the days, it made it way, way worse, right? It made all of those feelings a thousand times worse, those feelings of being a failure and those feelings of never being able to do enough or be enough or give my kids enough or have enough time for them or have enough time for anything really. Um, it just made it like that much worse. Um, so that's, that's what it was like with my first two. And After my second son is when we decided, when he was about two is when we decided that we were going to move from Alaska to Florida, leave all of our stuff behind. You know, we had to get there fast. Um, We didn't have a choice. So we moved with our one suitcase per person. And um, it was, you guys, you guys, I hope maybe know the story. If you don't, I'm going to record an episode on just this story alone so that I can, (laughs) you guys can find it when you want to hear it. But we only brought one suitcase each. And what I found on the other side of that, when we got to Florida was the best freedom in the world. My home was easy to manage. Like despite me working two jobs for way less money and my husband starting a business and starting a business is hard. So that takes time everything was easy. Like we got home at the end of our nights and had nothing to do, but hang out with each other and the house was taken care of. And that's really when I learned the power of making your home work for you instead of against you. And the way that you do that is by decluttering. Okay. So we did that. We waited my about six and a half years between Derek and Kaylee. So Derek is my son, my second son. And then we had Kaylee who will be two in October of this year. And we waited. And by that point, I hadn't really articulated like why I loved being home so much, why things were so much easier, why I had so much more clarity, why the laundry was easy, why the house was always clean, like why I I hadn't really pieced it together. All I knew was that I liked it, right? I liked it. It worked. I thought that it was Florida. I thought it was getting away from Alaska. But, you know, we could have gotten, we could have moved to Florida with all of our stuff and just brought the same situation with us, but we didn't. So anyway, we had about 
four years of living like this in a home that worked for us. And then I got pregnant with Kaylee and I was really excited. I was really excited because honestly, I was pretty traumatized from that first (laughs) 202 experience where everything sucks and I felt like I was dying. And I was excited to kind of get a redemption almost in a way of like having a, a really engaged and present pregnancy experience. Like my entire pregnancy, I was like, this is going to be my, my happiest pregnancy yet. I'm going to be super in tune with everything. Let me put your hand pigtails. All right, we're going to put Kaylee's hair in pigtails while we talk about this. Um, but I was, I just told myself the entire pregnancy, like I am going to make this the best experience ever. I am, and the reason that I was able to do that is because largely in part because I wasn't overwhelmed by the house anymore, right? Like I felt like I could manage and juggle all of the things pretty easily. And I wasn't overwhelmed anymore. Like that was a big part of why. And hold on. So I tell you guys often that it's way, it's about so much more than decluttering. It's about like creating time and space and energy for the things that matter most to you. And when I was pregnant with Kaylee, the thing that mattered most to me was being super connected to my pregnancy and envisioning the type of birth that I wanted to have and envisioning the type of postpartum experience that I wanted to have. So I spent a lot of time during my pregnancy with Kaylee thinking about how I wanted my birth to go. And I don't mean like I want, I don't mean like the specifics of like writing out a birth plan. I focused on how I wanted to feel, right? I wanted to feel in control. I wanted to feel connected to her. I wanted to feel in tune with my body. I wanted to feel things like patience and ease and just a lot of comfort and knowing that it was going to be a really easy pregnancy, labor, and delivery. And that was going to lead into a really comforting and easy and slow and intentional and mindful and connected postpartum phase. And I had it in my head because I was working from home at the time for my husband. I, I was able to work from home, which was really nice. That was definitely something that helped me out a lot, but I wanted to be able to just stay home and hold her and feed her and be with her and do the absolute bare minimum in every other regard for the first like six to eight weeks. And I did that. I got the chance to do that. And it was awesome. And the reason that I was able to do that is because I had a home that was working for me. So there are a couple things that you might not have you know, as far as like circumstances, like having older kids, like my kids were six, eight and 11. So they were older, which makes things easier for sure. But I mean, I still have to pay attention to them. I still have to maintain my relationship with them. I still have to feed them. I still have to take them to and from school. But for the most part, like laundry was really simple toys weren't everywhere. I didn't have a bunch of baby gear that I was trying to fit inside of a tiny living room like I had done before. Um, I literally, for those first six to eight weeks, spent most of my time sitting on the couch or in bed with her, just bonding. And then the rest of my time was spent maintaining my relationships with my big kids 
maintaining my relationship with my husband, um, asking for help when I needed it, like just sending a text and being like, I'm not going to be able to get dinner on the table today. Just a heads up. If you come home a little bit earlier, or if you could pick up some food, like that would be great. Right. Like just doing the bare minimum. And I never would have been able to do that pre previously when my house was just full of stuff. Right. So I want to, I want to kind of clarify because looking back now I can understand it, like why it was so easy. So first, the next thing that I want to tell you guys before, before I tell you about like why it was so easy. So with my first two Facebook groups weren't really a thing. I wasn't a part of those. I was a part of this original like chat room thing called baby Gaga, where it was like basically a Facebook group. But anyway, um, <laughs> It was nothing like a Facebook group. With Kaylee, I joined a Facebook group, like a big, a, a few of them. I was in a really big one with like 3,000 moms, and then I was in a smaller one with like 200 moms. And we all had our babies, and like I said, I had intentionally planned this. Like, I want to do the bare minimum. Like, I didn't get a chance to bond with my first two kids. Like, I wish I could have. I'm going to do it with this third baby. And so I intentionally set it up so that I had the time and the space to do that. And then I remember in our due date group, after we had the babies, one of my friends started this thing called a house tour. And she was showing, you know, it's just like all of us going through and showing our houses. And the, the, the idea I think was to help everybody realize that they didn't, they weren't alone in feeling completely overwhelmed by the laundry, the dishes, the toys, the messes the chaos, the never getting a second to like, anyway, I, now I'm, now I lost my train of thought because they came in. Um, <laughs> but, oh, the idea was to make them feel like they weren't alone. Like this was normal, right? It's normal to feel like this. It's normal to not be able to catch your breath. It's normal to be so overwhelmed that you just sit down and cry over the messes, right? And it got to be my turn and I did my house tour and then people started asking me questions like, like, where's all of your stuff? Like, where's all of the baby stuff? Like, where's all of her clothes? Like, where's all of the blankets? Where's all of your big kids stuff? And I was like, this is it. Like, <laughs> this is all we have. And it started this conversation of like, okay, but how, like, how do you have a baby and kids with a clean house and not a lot of stuff. And that's how this group got started because I noticed a pattern. I noticed that just like I did with my first two, I just kind of accepted that postpartum, the postpartum phase, especially with other kids in the house is chaos and motherhood is chaos and motherhood is synonymous with drowning in stuff and motherhood is synonymous with being overwhelmed by all of the things all of the time and you'll never catch your breath until they're out of the house. But I, you know, my kids aren't out of the house, but I don't believe that for a second. Your kids are not the problem. When your kids leave, you're still going to have all of the stuff and you're still going to be overwhelmed. But anyway, it started me wanting to help spread the message that this type of overwhelm doesn't have to be your normal. It doesn't have to be something that you just have to roll over and submit to. There is a different way and it can, it can be 
pretty easy to maintain a home as long as you're not trying to maintain a whole bunch of pointless stuff. Okay. So that's really how the group got started. I, I love it. I love looking back on it. And so many of my friends who were in that due date group are still in here now and, and are a lot of them actually, we had our babies in the fall. They've spent the last, like, however long decluttering and are pregnant again and are going to get to have an experience of a decluttered home in a postpartum phase. And I'm really excited for them to experience that too. So another side note that I wanted to let you guys know too is that when you have a baby, things in your body change. Okay, I still felt all of those highs and lows of like, you know, crying for no reason. And especially at like the six week mark and the three month mark and having all my hair fall out and struggling with like, you know, your new body after a baby and all of those things that just make you feel kind of down. I still felt all of those with Kaylee with my third, but because my focus was so clear and I was able to actually just focus on my bond with her and focused on healing myself from having another baby, I was kind of able to see it in a more practical way. So when those things would come, I would be like, okay, I'm crying for no reason again. Like, (laughs) but at least I know why. So I'm going to let myself cry and I'm going to give everybody in the house a heads up that it's kind of a rough day for me and got the support that I needed. So even in that regard, with all of those shifting and crazy things going on inside of your body, it was it was way easier to deal with and way easier to see instead of like with my first two, when I was just like, Oh, I guess I suck. I guess I suck. And everything's just wrong with me. Right. But this is why these are the reasons why I think decluttering made my postpartum phase so much easier. And I've been saying it throughout this episode, but my home served us and my home served me not the other way around, meaning we had all of the dishes that we needed. We had all of the clothes that we needed. We had all of the things to make life flow better, but it was not an excessive amount. And I think we really get caught up in thinking that we need a lot more stuff to make life easier. And that's just not the case. Make your home serve you. Do not serve your home. Do not become a slave to your laundry and your dishes and the messes and all of that. And because we had made our home serve us and not the other way around, it was easy to put systems into place. It was easy to start doing what we now call the nightly reset or having a laundry routine or getting the kids to, you know, wash off their own dishes and put them in the sink. It was easy to implement those kinds of systems that made my life easier while I was, you know, carrying around a brand of baby and feeding her around the clock. Right. Um, and then it made me fiercely protective of my time and energy and how I spent it. And I was not complacent about that at all. I was not willing to buy a bunch of baby gear just because I knew that eventually I was going to have to manage it and store it and switch it out and then sell it and babies outgrow it all anyway. Like I was really, really protective of my time and energy and what was consuming it, which meant that I, I didn't just invite people over 
to come see the baby whenever they wanted to. Um, I didn't volunteer my stuff myself for, you know, doing things in the classroom. I didn't overextend myself. I asked for help when I needed it. I would send my husband grocery shopping when we needed it. And it just made me that much more intentional about my priorities overall and in general, which I think is something that naturally happens. And what I do teach you guys about decluttering, once you declutter your stuff, you're able to see your time and your energy in a whole new light and you get really picky about how you're spending it. Like I wasn't willing to waste it on dramatic friends or, you know, anything like that. Anything that was taking away from my bigger vision of what I wanted for my postpartum experience. Um, and then the, the last thing that I want to share with you guys is that it gave the illusion that I was doing it all. Okay. Um, and that's not true. I was not doing it all. I was only, I was just doing the important things. And I want to let you guys know that's true for me right now too, because I've had a lot of questions about like running a business, like how do you run a business and have your kids and raise babies and, you know, have a, be a wife and how do you do all of that? And I'm going to let you in on a secret. I don't really do it all. <laughs> I don't. I only do the most important things and I only do the things that matter to me. And I know that sounds horrible, but you know what? Like managing a bunch of clutter in my house isn't important to me. It was important to me to let it go and keep it out so that I could focus on what I really wanted to focus on. And I do the same thing in my business. Like I don't do a whole bunch of fluff for you guys. I work like one to two hours a day and get all of the important things done, all the important things done. So it looks like, you know, it's kind of nice. It's kind of nice because then you get to be the person who's like, how does she do it all? And you're like, I don't, I'm actually kind of, you know, lazy. I actually have a lot of free time. Like I actually get to just focus on the things that I want to do. So I can hear Kaylee in the background, which is my cue to hang up. So I will see you guys on the next episode and I hope that this is helpful for you. Hey friend, did you love this episode? If you did, I would love if you took a screenshot of it and shared it with somebody else. Okay. The whole point of this is to create a community of moms who get each other, who support each other and who, when they find something that helps them, they share it with somebody. So I would love if you shared this podcast with somebody with maybe just a little note about how it helped you or how it inspired you so that it can help somebody else. I would also love it if you left me a review. Leaving a review lets me get better stats on the internet and blah, blah, blah. Basically, it helps me help more moms like you. I would so appreciate it. If you hated this episode, I'm sorry, but I'm also kind of impressed that you listened to it all and you're still listening. So still leave me a review, still share it <laughs> because I'm sure somebody can benefit from it. I'll see you guys on the next episode. Hey, before you go, 
I have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes? It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. If you love the show, I would love it if you shared something specific that you find valuable or helpful or that you just enjoy about listening to this show. It would mean the world to me if you took time out of your day to do that. And while you're at it, Head over to motherhoodsimplified.com to listen to more podcast episodes or check out our Facebook group, Instagram, just to connect on social media. If you love these episodes and if you love this show, please tag me. I love to connect with you over there. Podcasts are kind of like a one-way conversation where I feel like I'm talking to you and with you. But when you tag me on social media, I feel like we can take that one step further and actually connect with each other, which is the whole point of me starting this podcast and community in the first place is to be able to connect with moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. So tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm motherhood underscore simplified. Check out the motherhood simplified Facebook group or head over to the site and just find even more blogs, podcasts, decluttering courses to help you continue on your decluttering journey. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you soon.